0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. We want to talk about this government funding that's been announced to develop a brand new town in Dublin. It's going to be between Lucan, Clondalkin, and, and Liffey Valley. And I'd just like to chat to people today who live in a new town and what's it like in terms of character and soul. Is there a sense of community or is it just like any other town that's been there for over 100 years? Uh, Samantha Dooley is from Ongar Village Residents Association and she's with us on the line today. Samantha, they're talking about building uh, Clonburris, as I mentioned, just um, in, in the greater Dublin area over the next couple of years. But you know all about new towns. Angar is one of them. What's your thoughts on it?
0: Well, I, I think it's a, a good idea um, building a new town. But I, I would ask uh they satellite towns or will they be smart towns? Um, I'm not sure that has been clarified yet, but there is a slight difference between the two and the smart towns would be more um, invested in the future with what we call the internet of things uh, highly technically uh, technology advanced and, and so forth whereas the towns that are currently uh, being established in the last 20 years, like Ongar, for example. Mm. They were more satellite uh, sort of ideas of towns and schools and villages that would run off uh, bigger towns like Blanchett's for example. Onga would run off Blanchett's But now it's a town in itself, and it has a lot of um, little facilities there that everyone can work with. Uh, we, we are lagging in a bank, but and a post office but other everything else is is basically there um your question about community yeah definitely people that live there live there for a long time they know each other there is community there there are different groups there uh there's a pub there's restaurants and things like that there so you know it it is building on community there's also mm. four schools if i remember correctly and these schools would then have their own little communities with the sports, and also uh, the mothers' groups, uh, parents' clubs, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, sure, it does. It does have community uh, in there, and definitely, it's it's something that uh, is is prominent. In in my belief, it's very prominent in the area. The- now, is it good? Is <laughs> a question yeah. good compared to what?
1: But I suppose community is community, isn't it? It's hard to kind of like. How do you decide it's a, a lesser one or a better one than you know maybe an area that's been around or been there and developed for for a hundred odd years? Will you just Samantha describe Ongar uh, for listeners?
0: Okay, so Ongar would it be? Uh, its Ongar is has its centre as Ongar village, and it has surrounding areas. Uh, initially it was, you know, Ongar Green, Onga Park, Onga Village, Onga Chase. Uh, now it has other areas including Hansfield, Barnwell all newly developed areas. And we these are a, all
1: housing estates effectively, like yes, kind of residential. And
0: they, absolutely. And they come under the Ongar Ward remit. Now a lot of these places do um they do uh have a section for social or um, well, for state clients, so I think it's about twenty percent uh, mm. and all new developments under my understanding is to give ten or twenty percent to to the state um which there's nothing wrong with that, but there is there does seem to be a feel. Now I don't know if it's really connected to state clients or not, but I do get the feeling having been in ongar for almost 20 years, that it's not maturing in the sense that it's there's constantly new families being churned out, moving out, and then new families moving in.
1: So there's um, no so in terms so like if, if you bought your house in Ongar twenty years ago, if we imagine we'll take an example of somebody that maybe bought it in their in their late twenties, I imagine a lot of other people did, probably younger families or moved into the area. There ever is it, everybody must be around the same age profile, are they? There's no in terms of age demographic.
0: Okay, yeah. So that that's an interesting point as well. So the age demographic is varied in ONGAR. And the last time I checked last year, I remember seeing that there was about 30% of singles and couples and the other 70% were mixed up with different... um uh, parents with a different uh, number of children mm. from one to two to okay. four. So it, it is quite varied. And yeah. the fact that there's schools everywhere and it's a high area for, for, you know, kiddies and teenagers, you would expect that there's big houses everywhere. Well, that yeah. just isn't the case. There's there's a lot of uh, terrace houses, a lot of apartments. There's a lot of one-bedroom mm. Um, so
1: it's fairly, fairly mixed. Okay, um, I- I've been, know, I've yeah. been to Angar before. Actually, I have a, a friend who lives there, and um, I remember the first time I went. It's, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a mad, you know, when you see it first, because you have this perfectly, perfect built, purpose built town. It nearly kind of looks a little bit like it reminded me the day I was there. The only way I can think to describe it, and I, I, I don't mean to insult anybody or anything, but it reminded me of nearly like the set of Fair City. You know, in 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 that you had like, but but you but you had everything you needed. Do you know what I mean? Like if if you're living in, in a house, if everything you need is in in yeah. naturally, it's all there in the purpose-built town. As you said, you've got schools, you've access to to transport, you have the train, you have the shop, you have the pub, you have the the large super. You know, you've you've got everything you need because it was purpose-built. So, like I think it's actually it's not a bad thing at all because you don't you know everything's in your doorstep.
0: Well, that, that's it. Like, we, we we have our supermarket there as Dums, like if you wanted to walk there. But look, if you if you wanted to, um, well, you could even walk. I'm not saying, if you, I was about to say, if you wanted to get in a car, but you could walk. It's about 45 minutes. If you wanted to walk to Lield or um, Aldi, which is in the next village up, which is uh, Cloney Village, mm. that's, you know, you, you have access to those other um I would say cheaper than guns type of supermarket. Okay, the bigger
1: chains, is, basically there, the the yeah. large supermarket there for pe- for people as well. Samantha, which still, is really important yeah, too. Yeah, to Well, you have a choice and you have an option, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Derek Clune is on the line as well. Derek is from Love Shannon, and like as you'd nearly forget Derek that Shannon was a new town too. You know, do, do you agree on the um, on the concept or I suppose that sense of community?
2: Uh, most uh, good, uh, good afternoon. Uh, most definitely, I think. Uh, when uh, Shannon was, we'll say, 60, is a relatively new town. It was created in the early 60s as a result of the development at the airport and the industrial estate. And uh, out of that, then, they decided that they would build a town around these two very high uh, employment areas that were given a lot of employment mm-hmm. in the Midwest region. So they created a new town, and I suppose what way they created Shannon, they built uh, an awful lot of housing estates. We had a small shopping centre at the start in the Dunghili side of the town. Uh, That's been, this town extended further, and we had a main shopping centre, then what we call the Shannon Town Centre now. Uh, I suppose over the years, definitely, the sense of community has grown, in the sense that the people who arrived in shannon first were people from all parts of ireland who came to shannon for work they came from england every county in ireland and uh all parts of Clare. and uh we say that at the moment you have the older generation uh the, their sons and daughters would be the second their first generation would we'll say people that were born in shannon now their parents obviously are not from shannon they're from Counties Cork, Limerick, Tipperary, all down the west coast, and then you have the third generation, who fathers and mothers are actually from Shannon. Yeah. Uh, the the design of the town, I suppose, we, we have a lot, an awful lot of green space. They didn't. They built a shopping centre. As was the one mistake they did. We don't have any streetscape or public realm in the sense that uh, we have a shopping centre. Uh, shops cover the order. Uh, the variety and the choice of, of retail is not great. And I suppose that's the biggest problem we have in Shannon. People use Limerick, which is 14, uh, about 15 kilometres, one side of us, Innes, about 15 kilometres the other okay. side of us. So
1: too much kind of u- uniformity effectively then, Derek?
2: Yes, but what we need, what uh, as I say, we
1: have 80 voluntary
2: community groups doing great work. But I think the thing that's missing is uh a proper town that would uh bring community more together what is the local we have one for we have a population of just under ten thousand. We have two pubs with one was closed for a good few years. We have two pubs, we have a GA club obviously uh hotels, but we don't have a proper streetscape like you would have yeah. in any other town or village. Okay. And uh, that has taken from the things of people more people coming together into town, whether it's going down to your local for a drink and to meet your friends for a game of cards, or maybe just going down to the local shops to buy whatever it is uh we know what we've done is we don't have any smaller yeah. like, say uh
1: I know what you mean, the individual yeah, the individual kind of shops and brought
2: people to your town centre. And I think that's the one thing that yeah. any new town that would be that's lacking. Now we have at the moment, a new master plan that Clare County Council have have uh, adopted to create a new. Uh, uh, Shannon town Center or uh, Shannon streetscape in Shannon yeah and that's ongoing okay it will take well a while perhaps to
1: then per- perhaps that might be I suppose you know maybe that's something the government need to do when they're looking at the likes of clambars or something like that is to try and incentivize or find a way to attract some of the smaller um individual run businesses maybe to go to to some of the sort of new purpose-built towns 106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us I'd just like to hear people's experience today on the show um Robbie is with us on the line Robbie you've been listening to this like, do you think we need? Does Dublin need another purpose-built town?
3: No. Well, as, as it is, I am living right on top of Clambordis nearly, so I know exactly what's going on up there. You know, so I'm just hoping that when they do it, that it's not just going to be apartment blocks all the way up the canal. For those who don't know, the canal runs right the way through Clambordis and it's a, it's a it's fairly for for in the middle of Dublin city, it's a really big piece of land. You know, and it's it's. Set right in between um, Lucan and and mm. Now, Lucan itself, in fairness, in part, is a very new town. It's probably uh, uh, the majority of it is probably younger than what Shannon is, you know, especially the part where I live with, only about 25 years old. But, like, <clears throat> I mean, I hope when they do it, they're going to put some sort of amenities along the canal and not just have apartments overlooking it and kind of have some sort of outlet, like, um, you know, cafe, bar, kind of, you know, community facilities there that can be used and. You know, not not as I said, not just building and just compacting the whole place up as much as they possibly can. But what I was saying to your um, assistant there was that mm. well, I think that what we need to do is kind of look like, like Ireland only has about 5 to 7% of the land built on in this country. That's all. When you look at it, you know, and if you take, say, Shannon, we'll take it as an instance where that gentleman there was talking about Shannon. I think we need to build a new city. Now, I don't know what the the figure that goes from, you know, uh, country village to town to city. But I mean, if if we've got a big plan in place to say, let's take Shannon as a point in case and say directing most of the building going on there. Not all of it, but most of it, say 75 percent of it and over the next decade, decade and a half. Increase that, by, say, one hundred and fifty thousand housing units, and turn Shannon into a new city or a new home ob- or Nina or somewhere like that, where because remember this one thing as well, Andrea. Not everybody wants to live in Dublin either.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah. So that's I. Yeah. I wondered that today when we were talking about this. I mean, would would people prefer something like this or or a new town? Um, you know, I, I go beyond the M50. Like, yeah, why exactly, does it ha- exactly. why does it have to be in uh, in in Clan or between Lucan and Clondalkin? That maybe you yeah. might look down South somewhere? Exactly.
3: I mean, look, Clumbaris is going to get a go-ahead. It's got to go-ahead. But well, as I said, as I said, take Nina as a point again. If you have Nina in the Midlands as a city and a, a, you know, a link between the rest of the country as well, and it comes down to, like, people say, well, what about jobs and housing? Well, when you build a jobs and you build... The, the housing and the schools and the infrastructure and the GAA clubs, the soccer clubs, you know, and build a purpose-based city, and let let's look at it as a a major plan going. Okay,
1: forward say, I suppose. Yeah, that th- you know? th- th- that was the point though, Derek. You were making because the the Shannon came as a result of of the employment in terms of the airport and 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 the industrial sites, as opposed to building the housing units and then bringing employment.
2: Oh, oh yes, uh, Shannon actually, Shannon Town would never would never have come into existence but for uh, the airport and then the vision to develop the industrial estate and the free zone in Shannon. And as a result of that, then they, they, they felt they needed houses uh, for the people to work there. So it, it wouldn't have never come about, but for that. Uh, but uh, the design, it, it I go back again to when you're doing it, that you make sure that the facilities that you need for mm. a, a town or a city of that size are in the plans yeah, and okay. that's what happened that's in challenge. The houses were built but the services for a population of 10,000 haven't been there and that's we're still Death penalty, okay, I see uh, it. Years on.
1: A text in here from a listener who says Adamstown is still nowhere near complete after 15 years. Is this listener another texter again, no proper public transport in Adamstown, Lucan, where thousands of new apartments and houses uh, have also been built near the area. Um, Vicky Casserly is a Finegale councillor, actually in Lucan. So, Vicky, you're currently living in the area um, that's you know g- going to be beside the new town in Clonbur in Clonburris. Are you in favour of this? idea of a, a new development, a, a new purpose-built town?
4: Hi, Andrea. Thanks a million for having me on. Um, I suppose historically on the last term of the council when this came up for public consultation, um, there was a number of local councillors who were very in support of housing because there was a need, but there were um, high concerns about the type of development Clonburris was going to be. Um, issues that came up locally were um, around the delivery of homes being linked with the delivery of key transport infrastructure because Lucan is already very stretched. Um, our roads are to capacity, our schools are to capacity and our health centres and GPs are to capacity. So the big thing about having a new town is a strategic development zone is meant to be the development of a town in phased you know, in, in phases mm. where the services and infrastructure go up around each phase and it doesn't continue on until those things are met. And one of your um, uh, textures rightfully did say about Adams 10, I mean, we have Adams 10 tra- train station, which is, um, it, it's a great, you know, there, there is a commuter train that does run regularly, but it depends on what um, side of Lucan you live in if you can get one of the new buses up there. Um, you know, so there, you know, the, the transport does need to be developed um, more. And I think what we'd like to see for Clonburys, I guess this funding that came from government yesterday, will go a long way in terms of
1: providing that infrastructure. Okay. Um, so j- j- can I just go back, Vicky, just to a point that Samantha... Samantha, you made the point earlier that you wanted to know would Clonburys be a satellite town, is that right? Or you wanted kind of more clarity around...
0: Or, or a smart town. See, I'm just listening to the councillor there and, um, if it's a smart town like we have in Australia, Brisbane is the top 20 smart town, for example. Um, you don't like the, okay, infrastructure is important, but the, the technology is, is actually the first or second most important, um, item in a smart town, which means that everything can be done in that town and there is investment in businesses that are based on technology in that town. Now, Ireland doesn't have any smart towns to the best of my knowledge.
1: Do we know, Vicky, like, is that something, is that the ultimate kind of aim with this? It's
4: not. It's not being developed as a smart town. Um, However, we're right beside Grange Castle Business Park and Clonberis, and there's huge developments there um, with large pharmaceuticals and, you know, and different firms that are coming into the area and as well, there's a new media and um, hub going to be there. Um, but Samantha's right. I mean, you know, Finnegale at the time, we called for an enterprise zone within the plan to be considered so you could live, work, play, recreate within the area. So. Absolutely, wholeheartedly agree that, Mm. you know, if you're building a town, I mean, you should be able to offer services,
1: employment, transport. Just funny on the Adamstown thing, there's a lot of messages coming in about it, actually. This listener says, Lucan isn't served by a train line. Adamstown has a train station, but no pool or sports facilities. Another texter, I live in Adamstown now. Shops, cafes, etc. Lucan is our service hub. The traffic's terrible. There's too much building in Adamstown and Lucan all around the Newcastle Road. No thought seems to have went in to the uh, level of traffic that's passing. Another listener, Adamstown is a concrete jungle, not a tree or a flower in sight. Uh, can somebody please tell me, where are the parks in Adamstown? I suppose, and, and that's probably the difficulty, um, Vicky, in, in actually developing somewhere like this in, in Clonburris, is that, like according to the texters here, people don't want to live in a concrete jungle.
4: But there there has been investment in parks. There's two fabulous new parks um, been invested in, you know, into the Adamstown area. You have Tandy's Park and Early Park huge acres of land and there's also um within that there are pitches and recreation cricket pitches and ga pitches and everything like that is included but i think the thing to learn from adamstown was the first strategic development zone in our country and you know we had you know that was a blank canvas Let's learn from the mistakes made there. Yes, there was a swimming pool meant to go in there. There wasn't. There is one being built in Lucan that's due to okay. open in the next couple of months. Okay. You know, and that's something So learn from you know, the... Learn. Fine Gael, learn from it. Okay. I mean, let's well, see what works and what didn't work.
1: Lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That's the email address if you want to get in touch with us. Um, Vicky Casterly, Fine Councillor in Lucan. Derek Clune, Samantha and Robbie. Thanks a million for joining us here on the programme today. 53106, that's the number if you want to get in touch with us. If you live in a purpose-built town, What's well, your experience? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.